Uh, we got a big city boy in here with us, y'all. Hailing uh, all the way from Cunitas, Louisiana. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Uh, he's an awesome man. He attended uh, Unity Bible College, uh, and he's just under the uh, direction of Pastor Jacob Saint at Faith in the Word up in Franklin. Good morning, Faith Bible. Good morning. <clears throat> How y'all doing today? Good, good, good. Y'all sound like y'all tired like me. Huh? But it's okay, though. We're going to get through this. Amen. Hey, like, like he said, man, that's my brother-in-law, man. He, you know, he kind of tricked me and got me here, but uh, we thank God for him anyway. You know, next time he called, I, I won't answer that quick. Hmm? Amen. Hmm? I'm not one to hold up a lot of time. You know, I, I, I kind of like to get right into it and get on through it. Hmm? Amen. Hmm? <clears throat> I, like, I, I got my people that came with me, man. I thank God for y'all. Mm -hmm. um, We're going to start at the book of Daniel, chapter 6, verse 1 through 5. <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> when I was studying this, I always heard people preach on Daniel in the lion's den. You know how God came through and he made a way and he shut the lie in his mouth, but nobody ever told me what he done to get there. Amen? So I began to study and look into it. And the more I looked off into it, the more I realized that uh, he ain't do nothing wrong. But he still found himself in a, a, a bad situation. So when I realized that, I began to look back over my life. And I started seeing some situations that I had been in. And I was like, I don't think I did nothing wrong. But I still found myself in that place. But unlike him, he handled it real well. I didn't. I went crazy, ballistic, mad, angry. So we just going to bring a mirror today. So you just look in the mirror, and you can tell, you can tell, tell yourself. Amen? So it reads, it seemed good to Darius, who became king after Belshazzar, to appoint over the kingdom 120 satraps, who would be in charge throughout the kingdom, and over them three chief commissioners, of whom Daniel was one that these satraps might be accountable to them 
so that the king would have no loss from disloyalty or mismanagement. Then this Daniel, because of the extraordinary spirit within him, began distinguishing himself among the commissioners and the satraps. And the king planned to appoint him over the entire realm. Then the other two commissioners and the satraps began trying to find a reason to bring a complaint against Daniel concerning the administration of the kingdom. But they could find no reason for an accusation or evidence of corruption because he was, he was faithful, a man of high moral character and personal integrity. No negligence or corruption of any kind was found in him. Then these men said, we will not find a basis for an accusation against this Daniel unless we find something against him in connection with the law of his God. So, you know, if I had to put a topic or a theme or something on this, on this message, I will put on there, I dare you to be different. <laughs> Daniel, you know, he was a man of upright character. He was a, a young man that got carried up out of his homeland. He was a prisoner of war. Matter of fact, when they wrote this, this was his second time being a prisoner to a different regime. They tried to change the way he thought, the way he ate, his culture. They tried to change everything about him. The king set out for three years to change everything about him, change his culture and his way of life. And they wasn't successful in doing it. He learned everything they wanted him to learn, but he remained true to who he was. Amen? Now, this man has got carried out of his homeland, but yet he wasn't bitter. Amen? Now, you ain't got to carry me out of my house if you want to get me, you know, upset. You could do something like hit me across the back of my head. If you really want to see me cut up, spit on me. <laughs> Amen? But this man was taken from his home, taken away from everything that he knew. But he was still a man of, 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 of outstanding character. Now, have anybody ever been in a situation that you didn't have nothing to do with, but yet you found yourself in it? I have. And I'm going to tell you right now, I wasn't this polite about it. <laughs> Amen? I cut up. Because, you know, when you come, when you growing up as a kid, People always putting you in their business where well, this person said this about you, this person did this to you. And, and, and you know, and we retaliated the only way we knew how to. Look, I'm either going to get you when I see you. Amen. It's going to be some furniture moving. Hmm? <laughs> Amen. But, but Daniel was, was the total opposite. Matter of fact, the very people that held him captive, he began to help. 
Now, he must have been really in a, a good place with God because I promise you, if you do something like that to me, I ain't got no help for you. None. Only thing I might have for you is a little advice, and that's just to tell you how far to get away from me that's out of my reaching. Amen? But Daniel, he was different. And, and because he was different, he began to stand out the way he dealt with situations. Amen? And so I'm gonna, I just want to ask everybody in here, when you in your moment, how do you handle it? Do you stand out from cutting up? Or you, are you, are you the one who's known to just act a plump fool? <laughs> oh, we all know him. Don't act like we don't know him. Some of us enjoy it. Amen? Or, or are you somebody that, that know how to, to hold yourself, to keep your composure? That in spite of everything that you're going through, that you can still let your light shine. Now, I would like to say, you know, since I'm standing up here, that I always let my light shine. I'm going to let y'all believe that, too. <laughs> I ain't going to tell you no different. But, but I'm human like everybody else. Everybody in here. We all have our moments. You know, you know, as I was growing up, you know, I was, I was churchy. I was real churchy. Or, or I should say I went to church a lot. I went to church a lot, but, you know, church wasn't necessarily in me just yet. And when I got to a certain point in my life, I rebelled against it. And... I just figured that my mama just didn't want me to have no fun or live my life. And I rebelled. I'm going to go do what I want, when I want, how I want, whenever I want. And I looked around, and everything that my friends were doing, I was doing. I was brainwashed for a little while, just like they did Daniel. I was brainwashed for a little while. I used to walk around and tell people, man, if everybody smoked weed, the, the whole world would have peace. <laughs> That's what I used to tell them. I'm going to just be honest. I told them, man, if everybody just, just could sit back and relax, boy, we all have a good time. That was me. But I, when I looked around, I noticed that my, all of my friends, the things that they was doing, they was perfectly comfortable. They done ingratiated themselves to it. It didn't bother them not one bit. They'll do it without even thinking about it. It was second nature to them. But when I looked at myself, I wasn't as comfortable as them. I was like, how can, how can they do it and they don't lose no sleep? I do it. I got a little, little shake, a little tremble. It bothered me. Because 
all those things that, that, that it was instilled in me when I was younger, when I went out into the world, instead of me being brainwashed and it would take over my entire life, the, th the very thing I ended up rebelling against was the thing that saved me from it. Amen. So, like Daniel, when you find yourself in a, in a when you're surrounded by, by a, a total foreign entity and, and culture and everything, it's the thing, the very thing that, that I was rebelling against was the very thing that saved me. Amen. It saved me. The Bible said that Daniel was a man of outstanding character, integrity. Simply means he was who he was and he wasn't going to change for nobody. I wasn't always in that place. I eventually found my way to, to, that, to that place. And, that, and when I finally found myself at that place, I got to a point that, that no matter what life threw at me, I could handle it. I didn't change with my job. I didn't change with my relationships. I didn't change with bad situations. I didn't change with good situations. You get to a point that, that you're rooted and grounded. I'm, man, it's my integrity, and I'm not compromising it for nobody. It's my character. I am who I am. I'm going to be who I be. Right, wrong, or indifferent, whether you like me, don't like me. If it makes you quit talking to me, I'm cool with that too. If it makes you want to know me, that I'm great with that too. But I am who I am. It's my personal character. It's my integrity. I'm not sacrificing it for nobody. But it's not always easy. God knows that the, the regular the trial and error of life it's going to be situations that, that, that arise up in your life that really put it to the test. You know, I, I like to tell about, like, look, I'm a truck driver. And a truck driver and a dispatcher have a, a very um, difficult relationship. <laughs> Amen? On one hand, they give me a good load. Thank you, Lord. This, hey, I love them. Then when they give me, they lie to me, give me a bad load, we ain't on the best of terms. I loved her yesterday. I don't care for her so much today. But even though she, don't, she, don't give me, she didn't give me what I wanted, and, I'm, and I got every right to be mad, because I feel like I'm a businessman. I'm always looking to make my money for my business. But my personal integrity and my character, that even though they don't give me what I want, I don't have the right to go act any kind of way I want to with them. I have to maintain, be businesslike. Now, I ain't going to tell y'all what I, what I say once I get on the phone after, you know, after they done told me. <laughs> but that's a personal conversation. <laughs> hey, man. 
Let's just, let's just say my light wasn't shining that bright. Hmm? Hmm? Amen. But, but he was a man of outstanding character. He could have easily been aggravated, easily been mad, easily rebellious. He could have been all of that. He had every right to be. They took him as a teenager, and he never returned home. This story happened when he's in his 80s. So if anybody had that right, he had that right. But he didn't. So when I look back over my life and those, those situations that I don't been through, the things that should have made me better, I can't use them now as now that I'm an adult, because I'm an adult. I can't blame I can't blame my daddy for our situation no more. For our relationship no more. Only thing I could do is, 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 is be the best dad for my son. If you've been, if you was abandoned as a child, you can't hold, once you get grown, you can't hold that against you. You have to let that go. Your personal character and your integrity, let that go. Be better. Be different than what you were. That's all I know how to do. I know how to be a better father than my dad was to me. I know how to be a better businessman than the next man. Amen? And I've got to teach my son those same things. It just have the integrity and the character that, that he, when he, when he go through his life and he raised up, some things going to come against him. He's a young black man in America. It's, it's vitally important that he have integrity and character. He got two strikes against him already, and he's just getting started. But I need him. I got to teach him that. Don't, don't walk around with the resentment that his daddy had. Have integrity. Have character. Be upright. Walk right. Talk right. Because it, it, it's one thing about not handling situations right. Usually I find that when I don't handle them right, I make the situation worse. It, I, I make a, a molehill into a mountain where it, it, it becomes uh, just, just minor little thing that, you know, in the past of time, a day or two, be gone about my business. But my reaction, my impulse, has caused it to blow up into something humongous. So we find ourselves in a test that should took a, a few days at the most, and you, you find yourself in a cycle. <laughs> of repeating it and repeating it because you ain't done nothing different. You ain't been different. Every time somebody make you mad, you blow up. Blow up. So we have to be different. Daniel was a gifted young man. Man, the Bible said that, that he could interpret dreams. I mean, the boy was so cold, he told the king what his dream was and then interpreted it for him. And soon, as, as, as he don't want all this favor with it. The Bible said 
they start to look for things wrong with him. Because his character and his integrity set him out from all the rest. Now, one thing that blows my mind about these satraps was they had every opportunity that Daniel had. They had the same opportunities. They got taught the same, ate the same, all opportunities. But yet, they raised up against him. And every time God gets ready to promote you in your life, the persecution always comes. They was getting ready to see him over the whole realm. When you go to work and they get you, you get that promotion at work, get ready. Them same people you used to talk about the manager about with, they gonna start talking about you. <laughs> get ready. It's just, it's just how it go. Just get ready. Well, when y'all used to sit in the break room and, oh, man, them conversations used to be good. Oh, man, we laughing, talking about everybody. As soon as you get that promotion, when you walk in, when you walk through the door, like somebody dropped the mic, boom, dead silent. It's your turn. <laughs> Amen. It's, it's your turn for the persecution. They only got quiet because they talking about you now. Amen? The persecution always comes with elevation. It has to come. It has to come. Amen? So, when we get to the point, to the very end, the, the one thing that really, really stood out to me, when he said that we couldn't find no fault in him. Daniel, one of the few men in the Bible, that he didn't have no fault. The Bible give us dirt on everybody else. Give it to us on Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, all of them. The, the only weakness, the, the only weakness that they could even find on him was they said it had to be something to do with his God. Now, isn't that somehow? Your enemy think you weak and the God that you serve is weak. How ridiculous is that? So not only are they underestimating you, they're underestimating the God in you. They are underestimating the God that puts you in the very position that they're, they're so envious of. They're underestimating the God that's done elevated you to a, a place in your life that you are today. They are underestimating everything about you, even your God, your big, huge God. All-powerful, all-knowing God. But anytime you take a, a fighter, a professional fighter, or anything like that, they said the one that you underestimate is the one that defeats you. You know, Ask Mike Tyson. Buster Douglas bust him right in his mouth. I watched a boxing match uh, not too long ago. Man, I seen a dude boxing that he ain't look like no fighter. He looked like a competitive eater. But he became the heavyweight champion of the world because simply because his opponent underestimated him. So if I, I don't know about you, 
I hope the devil, all my enemies, keep underestimating me, underestimating my God. Because every time that you underestimate me, I just seem, I seem to get a little bit higher and I go a little bit further and I do a little bit better. Hmm? So you can underestimate me. Because the first thing you need to know, you, you have to know your enemy. You have to know your opponent. Now, he can underestimate me, but I'm not going to underestimate him. Amen. I, I know that I know he's looking for every opportunity he can to, to set traps in my life, to put me in dangerous situations. But even though he's he after me, I still have to walk upright. I still have to stay rooted and grounded in Christ. It's going to be many days that, that the people tick me off and make me angry and make me upset. It's going to be days that I don't feel so hot. I don't feel, might feel a little sad. might feel a little bit depressed. But I got to stay rooted and grounded in Christ. No matter what nobody try to brainwash me with, no matter what they try to entice me with, they try to sway me with, that ain't none of that going to work because I'm rooted and grounded in Christ. I'm going to be different than anybody that I see walking around here. Amen? When I look back, all my friends, man, I go back and I, I see them. I was so much different than them then. Now when I go back and see them, I'm really different from them. Um, now I understand now why I never get got comfortable. I didn't see it then. And now when I, when I look at them, I'm like, okay, God. I didn't, I didn't drink as much as they did. I didn't smoke as much as they did. I didn't sell as many drugs as they did. I was different because it bothered me. So I just challenge everybody to be different. Be different. Be different. Don't be no, don't be no follower. Be a leader. I preach that to my son. Be a leader. Be different. You ain't got to have the, 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 the top of the line name brand shoe. I ain't going to buy you nothing out the dollar store neither. But I ain't going to, you know, I ain't going to buy you. You ain't going to get these orders. Amen. Be different. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to be different. We're going to let our moral character and our integrity make us set us apart from everybody else. Amen? So, as we get ready to go, I'm going to just, we're going to pray about it. Lord, we just thank you today, God. Father God, we just pray that you look down on us right now and touch our hearts, God. Father God, as we try to be different from the rest, God, Father God, we are following you day by day, God. Father God, lead us, guide us, protect us, God, to help us, God, that we could change and be different from how we normally handle things, God, to move on to something new. Father God, we just love you and praise you, God, and we pray, God, that, that our heart was touched today, God, that it may manifest itself into their life, God. Father God, we just thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.